0: They check. It is Tuesday on the Colleen and Bradley show on My MyTalk 107.1. <laughs> it is the monday is Tuesday, though. Are we right, Holly? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is out today. Holly and I are here hanging out with you. We're back at home base. It's been a weird couple weeks uh, back and forth from the Minnesota State Fair. Um, attendance was way down. It was decidedly a very strange fair year. Uh, but we're back here in the studio. We're down. We're down a member. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yes, and you've thought it was Monday at least ten times today. God,
1: jokes on you. It's true
0: because it's happened to me. It's happened to all of us. Um, but we had an extra day this weekend to read this profile in The Guardian about Angelina Jolie. Now, I thought this was so interesting. And I'll be honest, oftentimes, this is a little trick of the trade, I read the report of the report of things. That's not even a trick of the trick. No, You're just very life. clear that's about true. that.
1: That's the true. report of the report is oftentimes where we source the information. Right.
0: So I saw a report of the report and then I thought, no, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to take it one louder. I'm going to actually go to the source and read the entire Guardian profile on Angelina Jolie. You okay. took it to 11. I took it to 11. <laughs> this one goes to 11. So I want to just like start because you read it too. And I want to start with like a big picture overview. And then we're going to get slightly more focused in as we talk about what this profile of Angelina Jolie and The Guardian was like. But just sort of like a big picture wise, Holly, you pointed out that this was like a classic celebrity profile.
1: Yeah. And by defining that, a classic celebrity profile, it's like a profile that you would have read back in the day in a Vanity Fair magazine Mm -hmm. or uh, a GQ magazine where they're profiling the celebrity in their intimate surroundings. And in this case, Angelina Jolie is Zooming from her home in Los Angeles. It paints a picture of her posture. Mm -hmm. You can hear the kids in the background. The dog is barking. So the person who's writing this article, his name is Simon Hattonstone, he's approaching it in a very old school way. right, And very much framing Angelina Jolie in a particular context Now, whether or not it's one that Angelina Jolie approves of is is here or there and we'll get to that. Yeah. But it struck me as like, oh, interesting. This is communicating something, setting it up in this way,
0: which is such a good point. Because, again, like you said, Holly, because we don't have the benefit of being able to see the moving picture we are we are holding on to Simon Hattonstone's version of events as they happened, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of talk about when her voice, the tone of her voice changes, or when um, a facial expression changes, or what the dog is doing in the background. These types of things we rely on Simon Hattonstone to
1: tell us. Can I? I just in want the to telling re- of it. Yeah, I want to read the yeah. first sentence because it is. It's it's ridiculous the way it that is. It, 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 yeah, yeah. it it's going to make your eye rolls a little bit here yeah. go. Angelina Jolie sits at a desk, back straight as a rule and rather regal. Her features are cartoonishly beautiful. Straight black hair, vertiginous cheekbones, huge blue eyes and lips like a plumped red sofa. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Um, and then it goes on and there's a lot of that throughout a lot of, you know, that sort of over the top schmaltzy, um, descriptors of, of how her demeanor changes or the tenor of her tone changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the piece that I found really interesting was the expert way that Angelina Jolie is able to weave her human rights advocacy work. Into a conversation about her children and more notably her divorce from Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah, she
0: expertly is able to extrapolate a story about global human rights and apply it to her children as the children of a person who she skates very close to the edge of calling abusive Mm -hmm. and that person being Brad Pitt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It is fascinating, and Holly, you actually pointed this out when we were talking about this article uh, before the show about how Angelina Jolie is her own representative.
1: Notably, yes. So you know, we talk about nothing is real and everyone's spoken yeah. all these things, and and PR people craft an image of a celebrity. They're professionals. Who do this so that when you see a profile of somebody like Angelina Jolie, they've gone through the, the ways that they want to be interpreted, the way that their image is crafted, the way that we consume that image. By all means, and I think that this is still the case, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie doesn't work with anybody. No, she is her person. She is her person. When people say, have your people
0: call my people for Angelina Jolie. It's her.
1: At least in the PR yes. sense, right? I, you know, I, I don't know her status of she having has, a manager. Yeah, or she aide.
0: has representation yeah. elsewhere, but in terms of PR, she's doing it. Yeah.
1: Like, and she has been doing it for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what is interesting is when you read the way, the crafty way she weaves this story, you know that this is exactly curated the way she wants it to be heard. Sure. And like I said, she skates real close to the conversations about Brad Pitt and his abuse in their family and but doesn't go all the way there. And who knows all the reasons, right? Could like many of them are probably legal dealing with the the divorce case, but and the child custody, et cetera. But she gets about as close to saying some stuff as she ever has. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Now, reading the interview with Angelina Jolie in The Guardian, it seems like legally she can't say some things. Mm -hmm. But the way that the author writes about Angelina Jolie when she's talking about her relationship with Brad Pitt, it's really fascinating. It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna you wanna paint a picture of Angelina Jolie and her emotions. It is around very this. clear what yeah. she
0: wants us to think. Yeah, it is yeah. very clear. Now, what? But then there's another piece, and this is the piece where I want to get like super zeroed in on this because I found this piece to be very interesting and completely intentional when she talked about the relationship that Brad Pitt had with Harvey Weinstein. So first of all, in a way that she has never spoken of it before, she talks about her own involvement with Harvey Weinstein and basically in as many words. And again, there's a lot of like talking about things without talking about things in as many words. She makes it sound as though he put the move on her. And when I say the move, I mean, Harvey Weinstein was known for having some signature moves with young actresses. Yeah. So when I say the move I'm not trying to be cheeky, I'm actually referring to the fact that that he had a process and it she very much makes it sound as though he did that to her or indicated an interest in that and that she had to put up all the walls around that. Um and she paints herself in it as a person who um, made a decision in that moment, which that I, I, I don't want to get too down like into the weeds about this, but I found that part a little bit hard to read because there is an indication, whether she means for it to be indicated or not, that the way she did things to stop the process of what Harvey Weinstein was pushing toward her, that there's something about the people who were either a were not able to stop the process or B were not in um, the same position as she was. It it sort of like paints them as weaker, whether she intends that or not. Mm-hmm. Right. But she basically says like, you know, she put up the wall. She chose to never work with Harvey Weinstein. And that is why it was particularly hurtful. She basically says when brad pitt chose to work on a movie that harvey weinstein was involved with during their marriage
1: yeah because angelina jolie says look after my this experience with harvey weinstein i was asked to do a movie that he was producing and i mm-hmm. said no yeah because i don't want to work with this person and she said it was hard for me when brad did
0: yes so brad pitt of course Uh, worked on the movie *Inglorious Bastards, which was uh, Quentin Tarantino's movie, but the Weinstein Company produced it. And that was in 2012. And she said that was a very difficult thing for her after she was able to make a decision for herself that she would not work with Harvey Weinstein. Now, why is this interesting? Why is this interesting? Thank you for asking. Because... As a person who sifts through uh pop culture day in and day out, it tickled the back of my brain hmm this doesn't sound congruent with another story involving Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow oh. and who harvey weinstein
1: okay
0: so apparently now you'll remember this because this came out in I gotta find the year 2018 which was when we were deep, deep in the Harvey Weinstein story. Gwyneth Paltrow shared a story on Howard Stern where she explained that Harvey Weinstein had sexually harassed her in a hotel room in 1995. Again, that was the move. Hotel room, he asked her to give him a massage. Uh, She was dating Brad Pitt at the time, uh, and she told the story that later on, Brad Pitt confronted Harvey Weinstein at an event and told him meaning Brad Pitt told Harvey Weinstein in no uncertain circumstances that he was to stay away from her. Hmm. So we hear a story about Brad Pitt getting up in the face of very powerful Harvey Weinstein and saying keep your hands
1: off my girlfriend no more. Yeah. And interestingly enough, that version of that story mm-hmm. that Gwyneth Paltrow told was confirmed by a rep for Brad Pitt. They, they, the New York Times reached out and was like, hey, Brad, is this true? And his rep said, yeah, that this actually happened. You know, and to your point, Colleen, this kind of goes... In complete opposition of what Angelina Jolie was saying. Now, interestingly enough, Angelina Jolie championing her first husband, Johnny Lee Miller. Yes. Where Johnny Lee Miller was like telling people in Hollywood, hey, don't work with Harvey Weinstein. He's, He's a bad baddie. There's a lot of there's a lot of signaling going on in this interview. It's it is very huh. interesting. Yeah. Right. Minnesota. Interesting. It is
0: very Minnesota. Interesting. Well, you know, I will. I I highly recommend if you have any interest in this. I didn't honestly think I had interest in reading this article, but from from the tinfoil hat, Colleen and Bradley show, um you know, what is it that the celebrity wants us to know about them? Angle, it is interesting. Very much so. Because it is very clear to see how Angelina Jolie wants to be perceived in this moment. Mm-hmm. And it's worth a read if you're interested in it. But it's also important, I think, to hold lightly um, all of her she is also trying to create a profile Brad Pitt in this as well. And I am not saying that there is not something going on or that there are that that she is not a victim of something, but the skirting around it is is a very it's a very interesting tactic that she's using in this. Say no more. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese will be bringing us all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my Talk 107.1
1: of my talk, Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt
0: Alert, Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. It's good to hear from you, Elizabeth. Oh, you guys, I missed you during the fair. I missed you too. Yes. Did you have a good fair? I did have a good fair. It was a very busy fair. Yes. And um, I was kind of just... Staying on track. But I had a really nice time and it was just beautiful weather and it was nice to be able to connect with people. Yes. And I was happy for all the vendors and everybody. So all of that. It was good. Okay, but it's nice to be back with you. I you know, this sad news that we've been following today, the death of Michael K. Williams, who, if you never saw him in the wire, I've said I said it this morning, I'll say it again. It is the greatest show that has ever My husband agrees with you. Yeah, I -hmm. have. I've watched a little bit of it. I didn't get all the way through it, but it's such a. But he was so talented. He Mm -hmm. was so talented. So now, uh, New York Police Department detectives are conducting an investigation. um They are trying to figure out where the drugs came from that led to his apparent overdose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he was found on Monday in his apartment and in Brooklyn. And um, so the detectives are trying to figure out who was behind it. They found drug paraphernalia on site. And he had talked about his struggles with addiction many times Mm -hmm. in the past. Uh, They're going to do a toxicology report as well. um, But a relative found him after not hearing from him for a few days. It's just so terribly sad. So sad. 54 years old. He was working up until recently uh, with a few projects in the can. A handful of others had been released in the past year or so. He was on Boardwalk Empire, 12 Years a Slave. He was in that movie in Lovecraft County. Uh, but, of course, I think best known for The Wire, for yeah. his role as Omar, Omar yeah, in The Wire. You know, it's interesting. I I read um, Leslie Jones's um Oh, like a tribute? Well, she tweeted about it after she found out. And, and basically, I mean, in her own amazing Leslie Jones way, um, was like, I, you know, she couldn't believe it. And basically, you know, she was just, she had just been thinking next time she sees him, she needs to tell him what an amazing talent he is. Oh, man. Um, you know, it's, and that's the thing. When you hear these stories, you think about how these lives are ended in progress, yeah. right? Everybody's everybody's story ends in progress. Um, and that, that how, how important it is to tell people the things you want to tell them when you think them. I think you really have to be um, thoughtful about that little intuitive voice when something pops into your mind. Hey, I should, oh, I should reach out to that person. Oh, I should call that person. Yeah, reach that, then do it. You almost have to have a little notebook and write it down, or you need to stop whatever you're doing and do it in that moment. Yes. Because I think, I think that, you know, as Ian and Marjorie Punnett call it, the still small voice within you, Mm -hmm. I think that that is telling you something. Like, maybe that person needs to hear from someone, or... Maybe there's some reason that you need to hear from that person. Right. There, you know, there are, I, I think you get that little kind of gut feeling and that message when a connection should take place. Yes. And then just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't, don't put it off for later.
1: Yeah, you've got, it.
0: you've got a little tiny computer that you carry yes. around with you everywhere. Everywhere you go. And it, you could play Candy Crush or you could connect with yes, people. Exactly. The choice is yours. The choice yeah. is yours. And I'm going to go ahead and say, don't play Candy Crush oh, yeah, in that okay, moment. That's a good idea. Yeah. Jay Cutler took Jana Kramer on a date. But the story is that there's an ulterior motive that he's trying to make Kristen Cavallari jealous because oh, she's already moved on. And he was hoping that Kristen Cavallari would find out. They went to a steakhouse in Nashville. Okay, this is dumb. Do you know why that's dumb? <laughs> Please tell me. Because you just said everything everybody needs to know. I know. Kristen Cavallari's already moved on. She's yes. not going to be jealous, she don't care. She's already moved on. She left him. Yeah. Also,
1: in the Jay cutler Kristen Cavallari timeline, allegedly, supposedly, aren't, don't they have an amicable friendship yeah. slash relationship that they really. they've it on social media? Oh, they love Thank that. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where's the jealousy fitted in all of this? Yeah. Sources saying Jay has been trying to get Kristen back. Kristen Cavallari started seeing country singer Chase Rice. You know, Nashville's a great place for these people to be. Yeah. Because, and they've lived there for a while. But it's just very... Entertaining because it is such a small town. I feel like Nashville, like the Nashville community is your high school in a country music musical
1: (laughs) with Spurs at jingle, jingle, jingle.
0: You got it. Uh (laughs) And cowboy boots. Absolutely. It's very true. Yeah, it's such a small town.
1: Well, I've, I mean, everybody know,
0: knows everybody there. I have to be honest. I've never been to Nashville. Oh, I love it. It's it's a, so I fun. know you. I know you love it. And so many people I know everybody. It seems who goes there is like Nashville's the greatest. Yeah, so, it is. It's the greatest get there someday. But imagine like, you know how everybody knows everybody here. Yeah. In I mean, Minneapolis, it's w- even more. It's in even Nashville. more that way. Yeah, and it's Absolute. like a and little Hollywood a lot of famous these days. Rich. You have a lot of famous rich yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, now it's like, it's like Hollywood, you know, 2. 2.0. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, mm. There's great bars and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, I love it. I would like to book a ticket immediately. Well, get on that. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite places. Scott Disick and Amelia Gray Hamlin split up. I love the headline from Us Weekly. Scott Disick and Amelia Gray Hamlin split. What went wrong? How about um, what how didn't about, go yeah, wrong? Yeah, I was going to say, how about start with? <laughs> yeah. Start She with. was dating Scott Disick. Thank right. you. She was also, what, like 20 years his junior? She is yeah. 20. Yes. Yeah. And he's yeah. in his late 30s. He's 38. Yeah. I just, you know, did with four we. Four kids. Did we ever think three. three kids? Three. Mm-hmm. Did we ever think, well, he's a kid too. Oh, I mean, yeah. did we ever think this one was going to like make it? You know, was this going to be the long haul? No, No. it's Scott Disick. Here's what um, Amelia posted. She's, of course, the daughter of Lisa Rinna and Mm -hmm. Harry Hamlin. Never settle for less. Not with your jobs, your friends, and especially not with your heart. Continue to seek what you are looking for and do not shrink yourself for the sake of other people. You deserve the best. This is it. Okay, what Hallmark card did she get that on? Probably from Khloe Kardashian. That's true. Good Uh point. Good point. I think it's just like an extended fortune cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Which fortune you know, cookie, um you know, fortune should be longer, they should I would like a bigger, bigger cookie too, things. a bigger cookie, yeah, mm-hmm. we should come up with a jumbo fortune cookie line. I have a terrible, terrible, terrible piece of news to give you. no,
1: it's a thing, jumbo fortune cookies, yeah, what? indeed they, they are. are I'm sorry, Where? Elizabeth.
0: I've never encountered these well, they they exist um it's a it can be like a gift thing, and they come with you know, large fortunes. I know. I'm sorry. We can, you know what? How about we make the miniest ever? The good thing I didn't quit my day job. Yeah, no kidding. Before (laughs) I announced my fortune. Elizabeth Reese. No kidding. So, everybody, (laughs) FYI, Elizabeth Reese will be on Twin Cities Live today. (laughs) Elizabeth, thank you for that dirt alert. Thanks, friends. Uh, We'll talk to you again tomorrow when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve, and Donna's going to help us solve them in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Oh, our friend, Donna has entered the studio from the Donna and Steve experience 9 to noon on my talk 107.1 I
1: didn't know they had a prog ride it's
0: very exciting you probably don't know but Steve plays his guitar a lot on their show uh-huh uh-huh mm-hmm. um, donna valentine though is a guest on the colleen and bradley show bradley Hi. is out holly and i are here with you and uh, she's come to assist us in solving some pop culture mysteries in a little segment
1: we call blinded by the item blinded by the item oh donna thanks for joining us this afternoon you're welcome we're gonna solve this celebrity gossip mystery first this A plus list TikTok star, who is a horrible actress, mm. was given two hundred fifty thousand dollars to walk out of a store. <laughs> the whole thing took under fifteen minutes. Stop, Madison Ray.
2: Oh, I do not know this person. Oh, and you then. are
0: better for it, Donna. Oh, the kids and their TikTok. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then what store? Okay, uh, you. Can fill in the blank and then we'll find out, I'm sure. Right. So
1: Yeah, so Addison Ray was given two hundred fifty thousand dollars to walk out of a store and the whole thing took under fifteen minutes.
0: I would happily walk out of a store for I don't care how much money, but what store did she walk out of? And was it for a like obviously it was like a Yeah, or like a paparazzi experience, right?
1: It would have been for a paparazzi experiment experience. So she Addison Ray is starring in a movie that Colleen watched for I all of us. I took one for the team. He's all that, and oh. he, it's
0: not, it's not all that. Guys. Which is
1: oh no. Which is a, re, a remake of She's All That, which was a remake of Pygmalion, <laughs> mm-hmm. the classic uh, George Bernard Shaw story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out what store she was walking out of. So, just feel like it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and we don't even know that it happened.
0: Damn. I mean that. What that is not money well spent. That's a good payday, though. right? I know. Like yeah. again, I would happily walk out of a store.
2: Yeah, we're going to volunteer right yeah, now. Thank you, hey guys, hey, for, for way less. I yeah. mean, like for
0: way less than. I mean, I'm not. You're going to have to pay me, but way less. Way
2: less. Way, less. Okay, like $500. Yeah. We'll do it. I'll leave for I would do it for 21. 50.
0: I'm I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would leave for 50. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. a bargain. Woo! Okay. Although you Blinded wouldn't get the attention. The
1: item. Sadly. Look, there she is. Leave oh. in, the
0: store. Leave in the store.
1: Here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. This barely there celebrity offspring is learning what the last barely there celebrity offspring learned after several painful years. The only thing that matters to this part time reality star mm-hmm. is himself. He's always on the lookout for the next eighteen year old to screw over. Oh, okay. So this is Scott Disick. Scott Disick. And the
0: barely their celebrity offspring would be Amelia Hamlin. Who is the daughter of uh, Lisa Rinna yep. and
2: Harry Hamlin.
0: And then the other the other one that they're talking about is uh, Sophia Ritchie. Yes. Good wow. job, everybody. And you Yay. just have to keep all of your Scott Disick exes straight. It is kind of gross. It's disgusting. It's so creepy. Mm-hmm.
2: Dude, you've got like three kids, an ex wife. Why are you like looking for? Teenagers? Because he's a narcissist. Ugh.
0: Why
1: are you? Yeah. Why are you? Scott
0: Disick. Period. I don't even need to know what comes after
1: that. <laughs> no. So let's fill in the blank. So, Amelia uh, Hamlin learned what Sophia Ritchie learned after several painful years is that the only thing that matters to Scott Disick is Scott Disick. And that Scott Tisick is always on the lookout for the next eighteen-year-old. Yep. So mm-hmm. Scott Tisick, watch out for him to quote-unquote rebound from this. He's going to need to date
2: somebody
0: his own age to
1: redeem I himself. But, but, yeah, but who's going to want to?
0: That's the other thing. Is like true. I I think the people who are his own age are on to him, right? And the people who are who who are super young. I I mean, I'm mean, going to be honest. There is a certain level of visibility that you get by being attached to Scott, Scott Disick, Disick. And it could probably be attractive to celebrity offspring who have not had luck with their own careers. careers. Yeah. Well, because what
1: does an Amelia Hamlin do?
2: She well, just she's Amelia an,
0: Hamlins.
2: She's a model,
0: but who knows that? Yeah. yeah. She just needs to be Amelia Hamlin. Yeah. In this moment. And, and he
1: can enhance that, and we now yeah. enhance, yeah, enhance, and we are talking about her yes. in a way that we would never have talked about her. I mean, there was some residual press from Lisa Rinna, their, and yeah, her parents, but other than that, nothing, nothing. nothing. Ugh. Yes. Okay. Let's do another celebrity gossip mystery let Yes, here we go. So this A minus list mostly movie actor who started off acting as a tween is trying to get the media to print a couple of hit pieces against his foreign-born accuser and her sex life. Oh.
0: Okay. Okay, so I'm going to need the stats again on that. I didn't know where we were going with that.
1: Well, we're we're talking about an A, A-less, mostly movie actor who started acting as a tween.
0: Okay. Wow. I mean, honestly, I go straight to Zac Efron for that. Oh. Okay, oh. good. Thank okay. God.
1: Oh. I didn't like that. No, Zach Efron's just off getting his third chin implant somewhere. I know, oh, poor guy. Oh, so can he lay off right. the injectables? All right. Okay. So
2: he's got an accuser who is foreign
0: born. Mm-hmm. Do we know about this accuser? Yeah. Okay. Is uh, this an
2: Italian
1: person? No, they're not Italian. Okay.
0: Um I mean, I go I also go to Danny Masterson, but was he he wasn't a
1: tween? No, it's not him. Now think of somebody uh, who has had a lot of bad press the past couple of years. And they did start acting as a tween. They started oh, on the Disney Shia. channel. Uh huh. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I always forget
0: about him because I forget that he was a tweener. Right. Or like a oh, tween actor.
2: Yeah. Oh, and the yeah. things that he's like being accused of now are oh, not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do are we supposed to guess who the foreign
1: born Oh, accuser is? Yes, she's famous and was in a relationship with Shia LaBeouf. Is it FKA Twigs? Yes, it is. Oh, Oh. yep, yep. Wow. Okay, fill in that blank. So Shia LaBeouf is trying to get the media to print a couple of hit pieces on FKA Twigs about her sex life.
0: Okay, that's gross. Like, he's gross for a thousand reasons, and that just, you know, punctuated it
2: yeah that's yeah. gross. that's
0: not a good way to to, no. to fight not in this no and it also and doesn't mean anything right like right. a woman gets to have a sex
1: life right period yeah. what do you know just Amen. like dudes do that's what do you right
0: know? Mm-hmm. everybody gets you get a sex life and you, and you get,
1: get a sex life, life. And, <laughs> and you get a sex life everybody gets one all right now Here's another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Donna. The reunion of this female singing group is now tied up in litigation. Mm. Mm -hmm. It won't be long now before all the yachting drama is blown wide open. Okay, I feel like I just read about this. This isn't, tell me what you
2: want, what you really, really want.
0: Is Uh, it? (laughs) That would be the Spice Girls. Okay, okay. We we don't want that. We don't want that.
2: We don't want that. Uh, so it's not the Spice Girls. It's one person in the group who's being, who's holding out.
0: Or- no. So this is well, I don't, I don't know, but this is about. You said something about yachting drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, which tells me that. Okay, I'm. It makes it sound like I'm saying that the Spice Girls are old. And I sort of am, but I think we're skewing younger toward a reunion of a girl group.
2: Like a Fifth Harmony? No. (gasps) Oh, oh. is it uh, Beyonce's? uh, That's
1: Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Is it Destiny's Child? It's not.
2: Damn it. I want to be right.
1: This group Uh was popular in the mid-2000s, mid to late 2000s. Okay. Mid to late 2000s. I Uh just read this headline. Why can't it come to me? And essentially... It was the lead singer. We don't really know the other members of the band, okay. but the lead singer of the band has gone on to have a solo career and essentially it was her vocals that were dominating the band, uh-huh. so to speak, because the band started off as a dance troupe, a cabaret act, if you will. Pussycat oh, Dolls.
0: Yeah! There it is. There it is. Is it Nicole Scherzinger? Scherzinger. Yeah. Ah, yachting, yachting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Good job, Donna. I'm proud of you.
1: So the reunion of the Pussycat Dolls is now tied up in litigation, but it won't be long now, says NT Lawyer, before all of the yachting drama is blown wide open. Okay, I want to hear that drama, so I will wait on bated breath. Well, there have been rumors in the past over on CrazyDaysAndNights.net that the Pussycat Dolls essentially were... mm, made for mm-hmm. amusements and entertainments that were not just to be watched on MTV, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And also, there have been members of the Pussycat Dolls in the past who have been kind of vocal about the poor working conditions of the band. Right. I That I do remember. Yeah. And so, Nicole Scherzinger is uh, there's a, a lawsuit that is claiming that Nicole Scherzinger is refusing to participate in the Pussycat Dolls reunion tour. Now, there is some gossip that was like, well, Nicole wants creative control over the Pussycat Dolls, and she's not going to do the Pussycat ah. Dolls reunion tour unless she has that. But there's a lot of back and forth, like N.T. Lear said. Yeah. It's all caught in litigation right now.
0: Interesting. Mm. Gosh darn it! I wish we had more time. I know this is so much fun. It is fun, but you know what, Donna? It has to come to an end, wow. as all things must. Thank you for your assistance today Thanks. on the on these. Uh, what I almost call them in dirt alert. Why <laughs> do I always do that on these blind items? Because they're dirty. They're dirty blind items. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about a publication We haven't heard a whole lot from them, or actually, we have, but we just have been ignoring it. And we call this publicationship Wadgers. And we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainer's out today. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. you? And with each other. And, uh, you know, we love a Publationship on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Holly, what is a Publationship? A Publationship is a
1: celebrity relationship. Oftentimes, you... Oftentimes... Use for publicity.
0: And uh, we like to give them uh, little names uh, these ships, and this one is called Wodgers. What's a Wodgers?
1: A Wodgers is a Shailene Woodley
0: and an Aaron Rodgers. Okay so we haven't heard a whole lot from them recently. No. And then they came out with uh, Dueling Narratives. Da, 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 da. Dueling Narratives. And I just wanted to just share the narratives because sharing is caring. Yeah. But also I just wanted us to feel comfortable rolling our eyes and potentially vomiting together. Oh,
1: good. Okay. Great. Okay.
0: Because like the thing about this relationship is it's so Bush league. Like it's just very slap dash, like not super well choreographed. They don't even really look like they actually like each other. It's just weird. Yeah. But whoever is supplying the um, the, pub- the publications with their story is trying to make it sound way schmaltzier than it actually ever looks. Okay. So this comes from Sports Illustrated. Okay. So Sports Illustrated, a legit, actual, sport Publication. Yes. Now that makes sense because Aaron Rodgers is uh, plays for the Green Bay Packers. He
1: plays football. He's a sport guy. <laughs> He's a sport guy.
0: Well, apparently, okay. So, the, and as the story goes, Aaron Rodgers had a dispute with the Green Bay Packers management. Um, and has dis like there was like the rumors that maybe he was trying to retire. He definitely was trying to get. Some extra traction on Jeopardy. I mean, there was just a lot happening, which is why we think this publicationship came into action in the first place. Is that this is a person who's trying to diversify his portfolio? He doesn't just want to be Sporty McSport pants anymore. Mm -hmm. But here he is playing another season with the Green Bay Packers. And so apparently he was asked, or sorry, rather, somebody was asked what his plans are for the season now that he's engaged to Shailene Woodley. Also rewinding, remember that happened pretty fast.
1: Yeah, well, that came out from the middle of nowhere. Where it was like, oh, okay, they're engaged. Well, okay. All right, we're doing that now. I guess we're doing mm-hmm.
0: that. Okay, so apparently a source close to Rogers, that being, um, oh my gosh, I almost called him Nathan Rogers. I don't even know anybody named Nathan Rogers. Ah! Sorry, uh, Nathan Rogers. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> and a source close to Aaron Rogers said when she raps, meaning when Shailene Woodley raps whatever project she's working on, she plans to support him throughout his season. They don't like to be apart for too long and they're looking forward to being back in the same place together again. This all comes in an article with the headline, Uh, Shailene Woodley's plan for NFL season revealed because everybody who loves sports has been wondering what Shailene Woodley is going to do with the NFL season.
1: What is she going to do?
0: She is going to support her fiance because they don't like to be apart for too long. Um, She has admitted of course that she's not a huge fan of football, but she does appreciate Packers games because she has somebody to root for. She acknowledges, though, that she's no expert when it comes to the X's or the O's or the terminology of the game.
1: Oh, yeah. She's just mm, so cute over there. Shailene Woodley doesn't understand what a third down means. But Aww. she's but her man is playing, so she's happy as can be. Well, Which is fascinating. OK, so let's break this down a little bit. Yeah. With this population yeah. between Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. What are they trying to accomplish and how are they trying to contextualize Shailene Woodley in regards to that? Because, quite frankly, that's just like, oh, look, she's being there, being a supportive lady, watching her man play
0: football. So I would like to enhance this conversation, okay? because (laughs) we just talked about a publicationship or a public a publication that is talking about this publicationship from a sports forward place, right? Yes. So in the sports forward publication, Shailene Woodley is an imbecile who doesn't understand football, but is so happy to root her man on. Yeah. Okay. And she supports her fiance. Yeah. Let's move over to page six. Okay, great. And See, that's more our wheelhouse. That's more our wheelhouse. Yeah. And remember I said dueling narratives. Well, that's because in page six, Uh, When uh, in their discussion of how Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are going to maneuver this relationship in the midst of the football season, quote, it's a busy work time for her. So, um, oh, wait, hold on a second. This is this is from the mouth of Aaron Rodgers. OK, so I'm going to read you a quote from the mouth of Aaron Rodgers in page six. Mm-hmm. It's a busy work time for her. So my decision probably came at a good time for both of us to be able to focus on our work. This um, this is from an interview with Hote Living. I think it's going to be a good thing. I mean, her work was shut down for an entire year during the pandemic and she's booked a number of projects. She enjoys working in her own routine, which I obviously enjoy too. Okay. So they're going to be a part For the season. But I... Wait, wait, Colleen. I
1: know. Dueling narratives, Holly. I thought that Shailene Woodley was going to enjoy her time in Green Bay, Wisconsin, being a supportive fiance Mm. to Aaron
0: Rodgers. Thank you. But according to Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be apart because they both have different interests and it'll be good for them to be apart. When asked about their wedding plan, he said they're, quote, in no rush To start planning the wedding. There's no wedding planning happening.
1: Ah, yeah. Uh,
0: There's no rush. We've got no rush. The classic no rush. They're enjoying spending time together and just being engaged.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We were in a big rush to be engaged, but you know what? We're just going to be taking our time. There's no rush to get married. Who needs to get married anyways? Just be perpetually engaged. It doesn't matter. So what would you like to make of this, Holly? I think that this is sloppy publication shipping. It is it, it, it so is so bad. It is super sloppy publication shipping because Aaron Rodgers comes across a lot better in Hot Living. Yes. than he does in Sports Illustrated. Yes. than she does in then Sports. Yes. Yeah, like
0: they make her look like a total idiot. Yeah. In Sports Illustrated and like like she's all thumbs when it comes to football, but you know, her man's on the field and she's going to just here for him yeah so that paints a picture for for that publication but over here in page six reporting on haute living he's just like yeah we're gonna spend some time apart we're both busy we got jobs we're not planning a wedding don't worry about it
1: well aaron Rodgers, you need to get check your source over thank you illustrated
0: and well yeah, yeah their
1: people need to talk yeah
0: Because they're not doing a great job. No. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, what movie are you excited to show you or someone else's kids? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.